not having very big ambitious goals to start off with Mm. start small you know we all think oh i'm gonna exercise so i'm gonna exercise for half an hour uh, starting tomorrow it's doomed to fail Hello and welcome to Come Chai with me in Culture Vultures Pod Cafe. I'm your host Simi and my co-hosts are my very good friends Manju and Kiki. Before I go any further, I'd like to explain who Culture Vultures really are. We are a group of friends who like to explore places, experience culture by visiting museums and art galleries and exhibitions, We are friends who have laugh and sometimes deep and meaningful conversations about life, love and the universe. In this podcast, we'll be chatting about different lifestyle topics, which could include discussing a podcast, talking about a Netflix program, reviewing a book. We may even invite a guest for a chat. So we thought... Why don't we invite you into our pod cafe to listen in to our conversations? Looking forward to your company over a cup of garam chai. Today, we'll be talking about a podcast by Dr. Rangan Chatterjee, How to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones with James Clare. James Clare is an author of a best-selling book, Atomic Habits. If you want to listen to the full podcast, it's available on all popular channels like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Dr. Rangan Chatterjee is a medical doctor with over 16 years of experience. He has been on TV on a BBC program, Doctor in the House, and now produces a hugely successful podcast together with being a best-selling author. His podcasts are inspiring and always has subject matter experts and leaders as guests. Habits are a routine of behavior that's repeated regularly and it tends to occur subconsciously. Actually, I was watching this other thing and the guy was saying it's like driving a car. Sometimes we drive a car and throughout the whole journey, we don't even realize we reached our destination without realizing it. So it's gone into our subconscious mind. And I think that's what habits are. We need to make them so that they just happen automatically, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way of describing it. How do we do them? That is the hardest part. And I think because this is the new year and we are all talking about new resolutions and changing a lifestyle and thinking of new things. I think this is a good podcast to discuss. So how can we create good habits? It's a good question (laughs) because (laughs) in January, people try and sort of, right, now's the time we're going to start a new habit. So how come it just disappears like after a couple of weeks, maybe? I've been listening to that podcast that you're talking about and it is really interesting. And the one thing I've kind of learned is, well, If you're enjoying something, the results of something, say, obviously, generally we talk about diet. That's what us women go on about diet, (laughs) unlike Simi, maybe. (laughs) But it's generally about, right. So if we've reached, say, our ideal weight or we've lost half a stone or something, that's the goal that you've reached, isn't it? So, But the issue is, how did you get there? 
it's not like what the result is because most people tend to focus on the result, right? We're going to mm. lose half a stone. We're going to lose a stone. <laughs> I, mean, I think we should be focusing on this process of getting there, which is the hardest bit. Good habits, they sort of have delayed results, don't they? You have to do them yeah, for a while yeah. before you start to see yeah, something, yeah. whereas bad habits, instant gratification, isn't it? But, but the problem <laughs> yeah, with you guys yeah. is like, keeping the inspiration on, isn't it? Because if you can't yeah. see results... Like when, uh, like Kiki said, that we are all aiming to have a result. So if result is losing yeah. half a stone, we are not going to get it overnight, are we? But then, if you if you haven't got it in like a week, you kind of can give up, and then you kind of go back to the start again, don't you? Yeah. You're focusing on the goal. You're not thinking, right? I've achieved a tiny bit, so let's just carry on with it. So I think maybe what your point might be that uh, you need to make smaller targets, you know, bite-sized chunks. So rather than saying, you know, I'm going to lose half a stone weight, perhaps start with like, I'm going to do five minutes of exercise or I'm going to cut down on biscuits or something like that. But maybe we shouldn't think of the end goal all the time. Yes. Just think of, look, yeah. I'm going to start this and we'll see what happens in six weeks or six months. We'll see what happens. Because like me, I'm always focused on the end goal. If I've worked really hard for a week, I'm not thinking, oh, wow, I've done so well for a week. Then you go back to your, yeah, uh, you go back to your habit. lifestyle change that you want to keep on forever, you know, But I think Manju, uh, in what is trying to say, perhaps, because you're always focused on the end goal, the process, you need, need to make it a bit more interesting. So, for example, you're saying, OK, you want to lose weight, but you don't need to focus on that. You need to focus how you're going to do it. So you may be, yeah. you know, you're... So that's, that's, based, that's called the system. So what system are you going to use? Process, isn't it? Like what you're going to do to make yourself carry on with the process of losing that weight. Yeah, but I think what also my uh, understanding of that was the process to make process enjoyable. So create an environment where this process is enjoyable. So, for example, if you've taken on walking or if you've taken on um, some kind of habit that you think is going yeah. to lead to your final goal, perhaps mm -hmm. that's an enjoyable activity. So it could be walking in a nice place or it could be joining a group where you can walk with people or something like that. So the process. Yeah, is so that, that basically is the process, isn't it? You're doing yes. something that you enjoy to reach your end goal. But you're not thinking about the goal all the time. You're thinking, oh, God, I'm really enjoying this walk. Yes. I'm really enjoying dancing or something. Yeah. So that's that's what he was talking about, I think, making yeah. something yeah. attractive, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I think you, you know, got, got it right because you need to make it interesting. So like I said, you know, if you don't like, I don't know, going to gym, perhaps dancing is your thing. Take that on or yeah. swimming or yeah. whatever, you know, and, and doing a smaller bite-sized smaller chunks so it's manageable and you you feel good about it you know so make the process enjoyable well, I think what the uh, the guy was saying that James Clear he was saying about it's not just about building good habits but it's a lot about being aware of yourself what is your personality what are you doing so every action that you take towards your goal or whatever that's a vote for you being the person that you want to be so you're yeah. more aware of, you know, your personality as well. Instead of thinking about, oh, it's just the goal. Think about what kind of person am I and what do I want to actually, how do I, you know, I mean, mm. we all, we're talking about the same thing. We're yeah. sort of repeating, aren't we? It's just mm. different ways of, get, of getting there. I think um, I'm, I'm going to move on to the next point, which I got out of that mm. podcast, which was 
uh, he talked about friction, which is to increase or reduce friction. So if you want to uh, get a new habit, good habit, yeah. whatever is defined as good habit, then you need to reduce friction between yourselves and the habit. So, uh, and if you want to, uh, you know, vice versa, if you want to get rid of a bad habit, then you need to increase friction. So for example, if you don't want to eat biscuits, then perhaps either don't buy them. That would be a lot of friction that you don't actually have them in your house or put in somewhere where you have to make a bit of an effort to get to that place. So that will kind of. That does resonate with me. But my problem is, even if I put it in the hardest place, you will go there. (laughs) I need, I don't know what kind of friction I need, but I need a hell of a lot of friction. Or maybe have less of whatever. If you eat two biscuits a day, have half. I sometimes do that if you know. Actually, to... Yeah, that's a good point, Manju, because when I get it into my head, right, I want to cut down. But it does make more sense for me to have the one. So yeah. maybe that's the friction that I can use in my head. Instead but you know, it's of interesting what you said, Kiki, because it's a fr- another friend of mine. She said she can never eat one biscuit. She has to finish the yeah. whole packet. And she says that's the only reason she goes for all these teas. <laughs> Let me have another cup of tea because I'm going to have a lot of biscuits. A very quick uh, yeah. a short story yeah. about my son who, well, I thought was addicted to chocolate. But anyway, so increasing friction, he bought a chocolate, you know, this Ferrero Rocher whole box. Yeah. And uh, he hid it so not gonna go there so after a few weeks right so I went there and the box was still there and I thought okay he's obviously that's worked this friction has worked (laughs) so open the box open the lid and inside all those uh, wrappers were there nicely packed I opened one and there was nothing in there so I don't know this friction story but you know we can all rely on me I think maybe not buying is the best thing (laughs) <laughs> I, I eat a lot less of it now. What I used to do was leave it in my bedroom and say, I'll have it at a special time in the day. And the thing was, because the bedroom's upstairs, and if I didn't go upstairs, it wasn't there, and I couldn't be bothered to just go for chocolate. There so I would leave it for yeah. the whole day. I even think about it because I think when I go upstairs to the bedroom I'll have it then I either ended up eating one small piece or not at all yes so so friction does work and I'll (laughs) say one more example where friction does work because you know we're talking about using a phone a lot and I think most of us now I would call it as a bad habit you look for one email and suddenly you're checking 10 whatsapp messages and by the time you realize half an hour is gone and you know what happened what I do sometimes I just leave it upstairs like woman you said about chocolate I just leave the phone on upstairs go down do my things I have to do for a couple of hours come back and then check and then just spend 15-20 minutes in the good otherwise if you're just walking around with it in your hand it's just that temptation to just keep looking yeah um, no that's so, true or you turn your notifications off so you're not constantly checking for what's going on you know that's right so I think friction okay. does work to some yeah aspect. and another thing about creating a new habit I think what's what works for me is if I'm thinking about something obvious, I'm going to say the obvious thing, lose weight or go walking or anything that I'm thinking about starting. What kind of works for me is if I go into that sort of mindset and read, I read a lot of books or I gather a lot of information about whatever I want to do. And it could be like a week before when I'm just gathering, gathering information and is basically getting me into the right mindset for when I actually start it. Very good point. I have another one, which what I do is 
if I feel that I should be going for a walk every morning, I dress for it. Even if I don't go out, I dress for it. So I'll put my trainers on, I'll put my joggers on, and it actually makes my body feel like it's more excited about going somewhere or doing something. If I'm wearing formal clothes or wearing something very easy around the house, I don't actually want to move because I'm comfortable. But if I find my footwear is really important, if I've got the right footwear, I feel like going for a walk. That definitely works, yeah, because I get up in the morning and if I think, right, I'm going to go for a walk, or if I'm not sure, if I've put my leggings, my walking leggings on, I know that I'm going to go. Does that mean if you put an apron and a chef's hat on, you'll feel like cooking, won't you? (laughs) I suppose so. (laughs) (laughs) If you have the ingredients. I know Kiki's not into cooking, that's what I'm asking, and does that mean if you put a chef's hat? Yeah, but that's a good point, because when I know that I'm going to cook, I get up with the frame of mind that, right, I'm going to wear my clothes that are going to be smelly. And I get my mindset ready because I'm thinking, right, I'm going to have a shower after I've cooked. I think this is the mindset that you're talking about is very, very important. It's just when I know I'm going to cook something and it's going to be a little bit of bigger deal than normal household, you know, uh, meal cooking kind of thing. I'll either get the ingredients out the night before or first thing in the morning when I make my bed tea or whatever, because then I know that this is what I'm doing today. And I just set it all out. So if I'm going to bake a cake or something, I'll have all the stuff out there. So I know this is what I'm going to be doing. It's more likely to go and do it rather than thinking, oh, I've got to go. This is what they talked about in the podcast Mm -hmm. is making the right environment. And I think that's what you're doing. You're actually creating the right environment for yourself, isn't it? By, you know, prepping, taking all your ingredients out. And in Kiki, your case, reading up or just having. Yeah, but the thing is, Manju's doing it kind of practically. Me, I have it in my head, right? I'm going to get up in the morning and this is what I'm going to cook. And I've got this in the fridge and that my plan is in my head. Yes, so that's fine. That's what I'm saying. We've got our different ways of doing the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Manju was saying about joining forces with other people and stuff, weren't you? So it's it's like following inspiration. So whatever it is you want to do, you want to dance more, you want to sing more, you want to read more, you want to read more, you know, follow people who do stuff like that. It helps. Book clubs, that's why they sprout up so much because it's nice to read a book and discuss it. Same thing with uh, other stuff, you know, friends and family members have a huge impact. Peer groups and things have a huge impact on how, what kind of people we become. Our personalities, our behaviors, our actions. Parents, of course, when the child is young, they are the biggest influence. But as you grow older and older, you make friends, people who are like-minded. And you find that you do more when you're with people who are also doing things, who will inspire you or, you know, motivate you. It's like that group that we've created for ourselves, isn't it, Manju? We call it culture vultures. That makes us think about things that we kind of wouldn't think about on our own. Exactly. Or when we've had a chat about it, we're sort of more focused on trying different activities or experiences. Yeah, and that's right. Sometimes we are not that ambitious, not ambitious, but brave enough sometimes to try certain yeah. things. And But if mm-hmm. it's recommended by somebody, oh, by the way, there's a really good exhibition there or 
a really nice walk. You know, I remember going to St. Paul's for the first time as part yeah. of our culture vulture experience yeah. because we'd never been before living in this country for so long. But one lady said, oh, we know this is a, a beautiful place mm -hmm. to go. And we, we did that and went all the way up to St. Paul's, did, <laughs> took beautiful pictures of London. We would never have done that if we had that, that kind of, uh, you know, peer yeah, but Sometimes it's sort of, you know, you're kind of lazy yourself. And if other people sort of encourage you or you make a plan, you go along with it because you're not sort of in control. Other people are. They make you go along with things that you yeah. wouldn't necessarily yeah. And you think of new ideas by talking yeah. to different people and mm. things, you open yourself up to doing different things or whatever. You know, one thing I've done in the lockdown, I just looked up lots of courses and because they were on Zoom, they had cut down from, say, 35 or 70 pounds to like five pounds ago. Mm. I learned uh, drawing. I learned how to make a YouTube video. I, I did a business course. Whatever took my fancy, I just tried it. Because I was at home, I was in a comfortable place. I, I did some uh, creative writing and I didn't mind meeting new people. Actually, I learned so much. Now, I'm just saying, so it's like going back to creating good habits is by surrounding yourself with the people who you want to be like in a way, yeah. isn't it? So exactly. you're yeah. surrounding yeah. yourself. Even though we are in lockdown or we were in lockdown and, you know, this year has been a very strange one. But I think some of us in this group have inspired each other to take new opportunities to do different things. Like, for example, Manji, you took on a yoga class, which was online, yes. and I always wanted to do one, but I never sort of got around to doing yeah. it. And you inspired me. And I thought, actually, you know what, I could do that. And since then, I've actually taken on a, a Zoom class and a lovely teacher and, you know, I'm actually doing yoga class twice a week, which has become my new habit. And I'm so proud That's of it. I'm brilliant. actually incorporated <laughs> So, yeah, it, it does work. It does work. So and the podcast your... also, yeah, talked about not having very big, ambitious goals yeah. to start off with. Mm. Start small. You know, we all think, oh, I'm going to exercise. So I'm going to exercise for half an hour uh, starting tomorrow it's doomed to fail mm. after, after two days. Another thing is, um, I don't know where I read it or whatever, it was about using the word but. So mm. it's to sort of overcome your sort of negative self-talk. Mm. Right, I'm out of shape and fat, but I could be in shape in a few months or a few weeks. <laughs> okay. So right. it's just like, oh, you know, I'm like this now, but I can be a bit different later on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was watching this uh, this Olympics lady yesterday on the news. I think she she she's a rowing champion, and during lockdown, she's got three kids under the age of five, one twins, and another uh, four or five year old child. And she said she didn't have anything to do. She started doing fitness, you know, rowing in the house, you know, on the rowing machine. Suddenly realized actually she's getting fitter and fitter, and now she's thinking. She might as well enter for Olympics again, and and it was just oh, like amazing. God. Oh my God! So you know you Brilliant. can do things yeah. in yes. whatever circumstances but, you're in. Exactly. I well, have an aunt the, uh, in Atlanta mm -hmm. who's got a really good habit. I when we used to go stay with her, after breakfast was cleared up, she'd put out a bowl of cut broccoli florets and carrot. And I used to find that really strange, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, that would be sitting on the table where we sat around. But I realized we were less likely to get up and go look for biscuits and crisps and things yeah. because it yeah. was there in front of you. You ended up picking it up and nibbling it. 
that's that's reducing friction isn't it Manju? Yeah. that's what we just talked yeah. about yeah. so that exactly. she reduce friction by cutting it put yeah. laying it in front of you yeah. so you don't yeah. have to think about it you're just gonna nibble yeah and that's what we all do you cut yeah. fruit and you offer it it just goes within a few minutes doesn't it yes otherwise if a melon uh, is sitting there uncut yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. well one little thing i'm going to say maybe it applies to me a bit more but it's something that was mentioned about planning for failure so plan for failure because everyone does slip up a bit but then it's about going back to it and persevering yeah so breaking yeah. bad habits like it takes time and effort but mostly yeah. it takes like persevering isn't it perseverance yeah. just we're very harsh yeah. on ourselves yeah. if we don't yeah. do it for two days or the first week we say oh that's no good we're rubbish at this so we will just going to leave yeah. it yeah but so, really but, forgiving yourself and saying i had a bad day no problem tomorrow yeah. i'm going to yeah. start fresh again so we are yeah. coming to the sort of end of jan and you know we've already started with some habits so is there anything that you two thought that you started and you had a bit of hard day and you felt like giving up or you just said kiki and then carried on throughout the year and hopefully oh, well, throughout your life yeah well like you know i've definitely started walking a lot more than i used to yeah and it's becoming more ingrained in my head that in the sense that if i don't walk i feel as though i'm missing something which is i never felt like that before <laughs> well, that's a good start then isn't it and then even if i do miss i know that i'm going to go back to it yeah. whereas before it was like fine i'm not i'm not walking whatever but yeah. now it's oh, i've missed walking and i have to kind oh, of make up for it that's good that's very positive manju Well I started going back to my singing I hadn't sung for like 15 20 odd years and stuff so I'm I'm starting to build my voice up and I thought it doesn't have to be perfect because I could be there forever so yeah. I've just started putting it up on Instagram if it's good enough it doesn't have to be perfect yeah. if it's good enough I just put it up because then I move on to the next and practice something new otherwise I'd be here forever because it would never be perfect that's so I'm going to continue that's doing that's that that's very brave and courageous manju and mm-hmm. I think it's amazing you're a good um, inspiration for all those who you know want to do things but just feel a bit scared not sure where to start so I think you're a inspirational member of our group who kind of inspired us <laughs> to do things definitely so Yeah so definitely I'm going to be continuing hopefully with my yoga and Kiki with her walking and Manju with her singing. So well, that's um, a start isn't it? It's, it's definitely a start. start a good start. So I just hope that people who are listening to us today have enjoyed this episode and uh, hopefully they get some useful tips that they can incorporate into their lives. Anything a last word you want to say before we finish Kiki? Uh, no it was just about persevering and not being a perfectionist because that's been my issue i just want something perfect but i've got to realize it's not going to be perfect so just do it manju as the slogan goes and just keep it small and doable and just keep going don't stop just carry on yeah. doesn't matter if you have hiccups and hurdles just yeah. carry on no good advice yeah. manju and kiki and i think i'm just going to like to finish that with a quote from the podcast which is the habits are lifestyles to live and not finishing line to cross because it could take much longer uh, and it's a lifestyle change so yes let's all go for it and not give up as kiki said and continue hope you enjoyed our company and hope you enjoyed our podcast today see you next time bye bye, bye. <laughs> so this was it for today Hope you've enjoyed the chit chat of this episode. 
We also hope that you have got some inspiration to start a new habit or some useful tips that you can incorporate into your lifestyle. We look forward to seeing you for another cuppa, for another conversation, for another lifestyle topic. Follow us on Instagram at come chai with me.